Hello. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I like bear. Okay. I like muttered out. Yeah, welcome back to uh, episode 75 or 6. I don't know we pump them out so often. I know. Just keep trucking away. This is episode 76. Damn. Just super exciting. <laughs> Very consistent. Mm. I think we've recorded every week for the past like at least a couple months, I think. It's been a couple months. Yeah, it's been good. It's been months. Like I can't remember the last time. It had to be like oh it was um uh, in December. Oh yeah. But I don't even think Yeah, it was December. It was in December. So the past like three months have been trucking. Every week, yeah. Just trucking. Love it. Love um, it. Um what's been going on with you? Um, not much. Uh for those who don't know, I am a real estate agent. Uh so now we'll be a part of our sales team, which is awesome. Uh just wrapping up selling my own home, so yeah, first of many sales this year, hopefully. You have to watch the South Park. It's like all about real estate agents. Hopefully. Well, honestly, I feel uh, I'm annoyed with real estate agents. They're just, most of them are not good. It's really ridiculous. Like 90% of them are not good. Yeah. And sometimes I try to, I uh, end up comparing myself naturally. Like some, some people do comparing yourself to others. But then I look at the other agents and I'm like, it's really ridiculous how poor like a lot of these people are. How like. Like poor quality. Yeah. Yeah. They just. I mean, even that backwards. guy that we were like working with for the first apartment. The only. So that was one of your only experiences with an agent other than me. Right. Yeah. And the guy was just awful. Right. Like I'm trying to contact him because we're sitting outside of the place like, hey, like. Can you let us in? What's going on? Hi, like we are confused. Yeah, the key's not working. Doesn't get back for so long. So, yeah, yeah very I annoying. See that. Very annoying. So, that's good. I'm just working, doing school. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Trying to work out like group project stuff. About to have a group project meeting. Mm-hmm. Fun, fun, fun. Oh, we're going to Hawaii. Yeah, that's huge news. Yeah. Me and two other friends are going to Hawaii in March. You think you'll get tan? Yeah, I think so. We can I only didn't get tan in Florida, A, eh, because... I don't know it. For me, I feel like I've never seen you tan. You see me tan. There's pictures of me tan. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you have been tan, but it just feels like you've never been tan before. Yeah. Let me find my <laughs> let me get one. I'm sure you have been tan, I'm sure. I get a few shades darker. Yeah. Maybe a shade or two, I yeah. don't know. But tan the reason I didn't get tan in Florida cuz we were like driving around most of the time mm. and uh the weather also wasn't like permitting. Even. Yeah. Mm. But I think cuz we're going to spend like a full week in Hawaii, so I have to get a tan because we're also gonna be hiking around the yeah, volcanoes. Yeah, on the beach a lot too. Yeah, yeah. It'll be cool. I've never been. Mm. 
Never really like been hiking that much either. So. Oh, I've been. I used to invite you, but your foot was yeah the issue. I'm trying to do a bunch of hikes this this season though. Mm. When it warms up, yeah, I'm with it. I'm so with it. Scott, um, Scott says he's down. Peter says he's down. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scott's guess, definitely always down. Yeah, I'm sure Gabe will come. Gabe is so with it. That'd be a squad. Next yeah. yeah, that'd be a squad. That'd be a fun time. Also, I'm thinking about trying rock climbing. That'd be crazy. That'd probably be better for you. Because I was thinking, I always thought of it as just like, oh, yeah, you just go up and you go down and like, that's it. What, like, rock whatever. climbing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then a girl at work got hurt mm-hmm. and she was explaining to me like how she got hurt. And it was like at the bottom of the the rock wall. Mm-hmm. And it was like, I guess you're supposed to have one, you're supposed to like cross your arms. Okay. When you like get up on shit, cause like it gives you like a better, so you're not like lopsided on one of your sides of your body. Oh, I get that. Yeah. So you're like hinging yourself up like your center of your body. Mm-hmm. Um, and I never really like thought of that. I thought it was just like, mm-hmm. like just typical climbing up and down. Mm-hmm. Um, but now that it seems like a little more thoughtful mm-hmm. and like, like technical, difficult, yeah, technical. Um, yeah. I think I want to give it a try because I've also heard like there's like two kids at the or two people at the job that have been doing it and they love it. So there's mm-hmm. got to be something mm-hmm. out of it. Yeah, you probably get like really muscular hands and forearms. Yeah. And plus, there's, you could go do it for free if you're in recovery. Oh, really? At some gyms, yeah. Mm. That's awesome. So I might try that out. Yeah, test her out. Um, yeah, cool. Other than that, not much going on. Mm-hmm. Just trucking. Yeah. Um. Yes, we got a couple things. Just some um, EV uh, refreshers. Bringing back some old names. Um. Yes, I just wanted. I wanted to bring up uh, one of the old vehicles that we talked about on here before. It's called Aptera. Um. You can invest into this company, just so you know. Not financial advice, but it is cool. Uh, Is it like publicly traded, or is it like a? It's on a GoFundMe thing. Yeah, to my to my knowledge, I do not believe that it's publicly traded. Okay. Um. They did do, they had a start engine a while ago mm-hmm. where like when we first spoke about it, they had a start engine. And uh, I think if you put like $5,000 or more, uh, you'd get a free uh, Aptera. Yeah. But that was early on. That, when we first spoke about it, it was like, it had to be like teens of the pod. Um. So, yeah, we just had to, I just rechecked it out, went to their site. Uh, the whole allure of it, just to give you guys who haven't heard that pod or haven't heard of this company, um, it's a really efficient vehicle, uh, three wheels, um, shaped like a teardrop. Their whole thing is efficiency, so they want to give you more for the same battery, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty cool. Um I ended up bringing it back up. The they also want to put solar panels on the vehicle, 
um, which they're able to do because yeah. of solar panels getting more efficient and smaller and lighter. Um, so if you get the entire vehicle uh, with solar panels, it can give you up to 40 miles a day of solar charge capacity, which most people only drive 30 miles every day. Yeah. So theoretically, you could be driving for free with this thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really only for two people. Uh, and has like a small hatchback trunk. I think it's definitely worth checking out. Um, zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. Damn. And the really interesting part is it has a thousand miles of range. Uh, when it's fully charged. Yeah. So that's ridiculous compared to, yeah, compared to all other electric vehicles, like everything else we've talked about, like even just cars in general, in general, a lot. Yeah. Like, uh, it's really due to the efficiency. So, you got to think like, oh, there must be something weirdly engineered about it. And yeah. you'd be right. Um, it literally looks like a teardrop. Uh, super efficient. Super, super, yeah, super Yeah, it does efficient. look weird. It looks like um, something out of Star Wars. Yeah, and that's what I love about it because we've been waiting for these futuristic looking cars yeah, like I'm people waiting for lightsabers still yeah people in the 60s are like yeah by now we'd have lightsabers and super sick looking cars and but we just have tiktok yep nobody wants to build it so i love the fact that this company's building something that actually looks can you click the like the rainbow color one this one oh so yeah these are the different colors so you can do luna silver soul white noir black and then you can also customize it uh okay so that's what what mike was um asking about so yeah you could just do a couple different things about it uh how much are they gonna go for do they have like a price yet so we can actually run through it so right now we're gonna build our own car okay um step one i just listed the colors um step two was the uh range for your battery so they have a 250 mile range uh for 25900 400 mile for 29800 600 miles and you can see here that you're adding a different battery pack yeah. to, to increase the range so 600 miles would be 3 battery packs for 34600 and then 1000 would be 4 battery packs uh 44900 so the solar roof on the dash is included. That'll give you 16 miles of daily charge. Yeah. But like I said, like the average person only drives 30 miles a day. Right. If that, like I would believe that most people would be able to move around at least a little bit for free. Um, yeah. Right. Without even plugging the thing in. Um, so what I was thinking about that these cars are like, I'm like, yo, these are like the next Prius. Like the Prius always looked yeah. weird and like people were like, what does it look like that? Like yeah. the Prius owners are like, I actually get like so many miles of range. Like <laughs> I barely have to put any gas in it. Like that was their whole thing. So, um, yeah. So the solar roof and the dash is included. That'll give you 16 miles of range for 300 more as you can get a solar hood, the full hood, not just the dash. Uh, that'll give you 22 miles of range. And then if you get the rear hatch, uh, also with solar panels, that'll be 600 extra. 
and then all solar panels that would give you 400 miles of range for $900 400 or 40 40 uh, 40 okay. miles of range um I'm curious too so yeah so even if you were to buy the cheapest version 250 miles of range that's like basically what my car gets 250 like is good yeah anything lower than 250 I think is not worth it for range yeah like I'm um, not in America. Other places, yes, but not in America. American cars all have 250 plus. So if you have an electric vehicle, you need at least 250. Um, but yeah, you could still get the 250 miles of range version uh, with the $900 of all solar panels. And you'll have 250 miles total, but you'd get 40 miles of range each day, yeah. potentially. I'm wondering if it like drives slower when... Uh, it's working off the solar power though. No, so like it wouldn't be you're taking in solar as you're driving. Yeah, it's like while your car is sitting outside right now. Yeah, it'd be charging from the sun, and then that same power could be used to drive. But is that power like weaker than the battery power? No, it's so it goes into the battery. Oh, uh, okay. So it's not like you're burning it while it's coming in. That would yes because you're taking in a lot less energy solar panels not solar energy isn't that dense where you could just drive super fast the solar energy must be the first like energy to be expended when you're driving though right like not really so think about like oh like like if you could get gas from the sun like would that gas from the sun be used first like no by the time the gas got into your gas tank it's all the same energy it's all yeah. the same gas that you filled up before. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm just thinking like if so say your solar energy is like fully charged and your battery's fully charged and you go out for a 60 mile drive will the range drop down from or will the range be like say it's a 1000 mile battery. Yeah. Will the range be a thousand and forty? No. So like the solar power isn't so solar energy is used on demand without a battery. So if you have a battery, you're able to store the solar energy. Mm-hmm. So then when you want to go use it, you can just pull it from the battery. So it's not like you're using the solar energy as you're driving. Okay. Like it's not like oh the solar panels are storing so it's like that if much you need energy. It. Yeah. So okay. even if you were to have solar panels on your house, like your house isn't going to be using the energy from the solar panels. Yeah. The energy from the solar panel is going to be given to the grid because somewhere in the grid someone needs the power immediately. Okay. And when you want to use power, you'll just pull back the difference from the grid, but mm-hmm. the grid will pay you back for like giving solar panel to the grid. Okay. So in this case, you have a battery that can store it, so you can use it whenever you need. Um, yeah. So even if you got the cheapest version, the two hundred fifty miles for twenty six hundred and the nine hundred dollar uh, full solar array, mm-hmm. are you still getting forty miles a day for free? Like most people aren't driving two hundred fifty miles in a day. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. Even the four hundred for. 30,000 that's cheaper than if you were to get 400 miles of range in any other vehicle yeah you're paying like eighty thousand dollars the model s the lucid air we, we've spoken about on mm-hmm. this podcast that has 
500 miles of range, that'd be over $100,000. So for cheap, efficient, the Abderm yeah. is has a case. Um, and it looks cool. It looks like better than a sports car. Yeah, it literally looks like a sports car. Um, yeah, they have way a bunch of different ones. The 1,000-mile range one is very interesting. Yeah. Um, and you could also do just a front-wheel drive system. So it's three-wheeled. So just the fr- front two wheels would have, uh, would have motors in them. Yeah. Or you could have three motors and have one in the back, which would definitely increase your uh, zero to sixty time. Okay. Um, interior is kind of a. Uh, it's it it is what it is. It's not like a leather interior. It's not yeah. going to be something that you're going to be like. This is a Mercedes on the inside, but. I think it does what it you need it to do. Yeah. I'm sure it'd be really fun to drive. If I could get into one, it'd be awesome. So you got Coast, which is like a white, gray, and blue. Codex, which is white, uh, a lighter gray. You got Vida, Vida, which is orange. I like that one. That's my favorite one. Yeah, so... Uh, with all the specs, everything, um, bumped up 48,300. Um, I'm sure that this vehicle would apply for, uh, uh, state and federal, uh, incentives to purchase it. Um, right now it's my knowledge, the state and federal for Massachusetts combined, it's around like 7,500. So you, um, no, $7,500 off of. Like uh, okay. off of the price of the vehicle, but it'd be as a rebate. So you buy the vehicle technically for forty eight thousand three hundred. Yeah, this is with all of the specs. Um, and then when you do your taxes, the government would give you back seven thousand five hundred. Um, so technically the sales price would be around like thirty nine thousand, which is right, real competitive with the Model Three. Yeah. You don't get all the like bells and whistles. Yeah, all the extra stuff that the Model Three has, but yeah. So saying all this, um, these are just a refresher of the Aptera, but they just recently had their Alpha and their Beta uh, race an Audi R8. Yeah, and uh, Model Three. Uh, we don't know the specs of the Model Three, but the Aptera ended up winning. Um, with like a photo finish against the R8 gas R8. That's cool. So this is something that they just did. They're just really trying to get it off the ground. I you, want one. Yeah, you can go on to um aptera.us yeah. and you can put 100 down to order. Um they should be uh delivering their first apteras uh later this year. So Not really? Yeah, so when we first spoke about it, which is kind of interesting, we spoke about it when it was still in production. Like Yeah. They haven't. They we talked about it when there was just an idea. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, here we are, twenty twenty two, and later this year they should be delivering their first vehicles. So yeah, it's exciting stuff. Uh, Aptera dot us. If you want to check it out, that's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I just had an idea. Yeah. That we should talk about more off pod probably. Yeah. But. Since we're taking more time for the apartment, maybe we should even explore like what it would be like if we were to like put down a 
payment on a house. On a house? No, yeah, that's yeah. actually funny you said that. Um, nah, you you don't even know how my mind has been already working on that. Then like rent it out and. You nah, know. you don't even know, bro. Like I've been. We'll talk about that. I actually later. talked about that with someone else, and she was uh, uh, just talking about how we should definitely do it under one name, just in case. Like we, uh, I guess it just like makes it more complicated if we ever want to do anything with it or like move out or anything. Yeah, if like no, I get that. Or even I have a, so many ideas about it. We can talk more about it. But um, yeah, one of my mentors was already like, yeah, like. Cause I told her all of my plans and ideas and things that I had going. She's like, yeah, you should just partner with somebody. And I'm like, yeah, that's probably right. Like, that's probably mm. true. So we'll definitely, um, people at the bar just keep telling me to buy shit, like buy a house, like just do it. So yeah. I have my reservations about it. Me I too. think it's cool. Sometimes I think houses are really cool. I've already given this analogy to somebody else, but so like if you put a scale of, like how liquid something is, like mm-hmm. how easily movable it is. On one end, you have cash. And the opposite of liquid is like the advantage to liquid is that you can move it more quickly and have it grow more quickly because it can move faster. Right. That's like, so on one side, on one side, you'll have cash. That's the most liquid thing that we have. Mm-hmm. And then on the other end, you have a, a home. So, mm-hmm. It's a very good way to store value because it's not liquid and doesn't move quickly. Right. Cash is not a great way to store value because it moves very quickly mm-hmm. and um, it's hard to keep. Uh, so for me, I'm like, houses are great if you're someone who already has a lot of money because you can store all of your money into the house. As opposed to someone who might not have as much money, you'd want to keep your assets more liquid so that you can grow them more quickly and then save them into a house. Right. So that's just how I've been wrestling with that idea. But mm-hmm. I do think it's very cool and I'd be worth like thinking about it and talking about. It, so weird. Um, yeah, super cool. Uh, we had one, I, we had a couple more things we talk about EVs, but I want to take a quick break for like the Aptera kind of zapped me. <laughs> <laughs> you're all EV'd out. Use yeah, your switch your second. solar power, bro. I know, literally, <laughs> literally. So yeah, but I love that vehicle. I think that's so cool. Yeah, I would love an like, Aptera. Like, yeah, I think it's a sick. And the thing is, is like I, I'm glad that we have a platform that we could bring these. We can talk about Aptera, and people will actually listen to it. You know, yeah. what I mean? and want to listen. So thank you guys for listening. Um. But it is cool. It's like a affordable sports car, basically, and it's electric. Yeah. Like, and the solar panels is what's so cool to me. Because I'm like, yeah. think about it. Like, all right, so the Aptera, like, it has three wheels. Um, If you do get all of the motors, it's definitely going to be zippy, fun to drive. Where is their, like, production plant? Hmm? Where is oh, they, they just, we spoke about it last time. We actually did. Last time we brought it up, we talked about it. They ended up buying a space. <sighs> I can, I'll do a quick search, but they ended up buying a space like months ago. We were talking about, oh, Aptera is going to buy this space and build yeah. these cars. I do remember, I don't remember where it is, but I do remember I loved how small it was. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times companies are like, let's buy this a thousand like square feet <laughs> or like a, a million square feet. Yeah. Even though like they won't use it all. Um. So yeah, uh, I'm going to do a quick search, but. Word. 
Um, you want to take a break from EVs or should I talk about this quick thing? No, we definitely can. This one, so they have a 77,000 square foot uh, assembly location in San Diego, California. Oh, word. So it's local. Well, yeah, I it's, mean, a, it's, it's American domestic. made. It's American made, yeah. Which is exciting. I'm glad that we have all these electric car companies that are American made. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, one thing I found out is that I didn't know before is that they actually have a electric vehicle and autonomous vehicle ETF. Mm. Um, it's called Drive, D-R-I-V. It is being publicly traded. Uh, it was incepted in 2018. I just found it. I went to my class, multi-na- multinational financial management, and uh, each class she opens up the class with like going on Wall Street Journal, being like, "Okay, like what? Why is the dollar getting weaker?" And we're always like, "Ah, oh, Ukraine and Russia." Yeah. And uh or like whatever, I don't know. I don't like fully pay attention, but the fr- like the thing on the front page of the Wall Street Journal was this drive ETF. And um I just thought it was cool. I have money in like uh clean like I think it's called clean like iShares or something. It's like a clean energy ETF and it's a global one, but Let me read the summary of this. The Global X Autonomous and Electric Vehicles ETF, Drive, seeks to invest in companies involved in the development of autonomous vehicle technology, electric vehicles, and EV components and materials. This includes companies involved in the development of autonomous vehicle software and hardware, as well as companies that produce EVs, EV components such as lithium batteries and critical EV materials such as lithium and cobalt. Um, the objective is the Global X Autonomous and Electric Vehicle ETF seeks to provide investment results that correspond generally to the price and yield performance before fees and expenses of the Solo Ac- Sole Active Autonomous and Electric Vehicles Index. So that seems cool. It seems like a safe bet to if you're just like trying to get diversified into the space. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna put a little bit money into this because yeah. it's just like a safe thing. ETFs are safe. Yeah, for the most part. Mm-hmm. Plus, I see a and lot it's of very growth. simple for you. Yeah, <clears throat> we know that the space is growing. Like this isn't financial advice. Just to say that again. But yeah, don't do anything we say. But uh. Here are some, re- like on the website, it says reasons to consider drive. Mm-hmm. High growth potential. While global EV registrations increased by more than 40% in 2020, EVs were still less than 5% of new cars sold, highlighting substantial room for further adoption. Mm-hmm. Um, advancing clean technologies. EVs produce zero direct emissions, meaning broader adoption could result in reduced greenhouse gas emissions and improved urban air quality. Further advances in autonomous driving could also enhance roadway safety. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then unconstrained approach. This theme is bigger than any single company. Drive invests accordingly with global exposure across multiple sectors and industries. Mm-hmm. So seems like a pretty official and like mm-hmm. 
good ETF to look at. Yeah, I love it. I kind of want to move it. all my money from... Well, I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. It's so tough moving. Like, it's tough. Once you find something that you love, like, or a company that you really believe in, then it's awesome to do something. Like, just put money into it, I believe. Yeah, I sold some of that NVIDIA to try to, like, help uh, fund the Hawaii thing. Yeah. Um, And I sold it on Robinhood, like, two days ago. Mm-hmm. And it says, I don't know where it went. It says it's sold. But I like Probably I don't have any while. buying power. Yeah. It says I have like brokerage cash, mm-hmm. but yeah, it takes a while to come back because they have to do everything on the back end. Yeah, and that's awesome. Um, yeah. So keeping the seat the same breath. Uh, I did want to speak about this one company. Uh. I didn't bring up to Mike before, but it's pretty awesome. It's called Eviation. It's a commuter plane called Alice. And the funny part about it is like, it's a funny story. Apparently a few years ago, the uh, CEO and founder of this company, (laughs) it was just him and like three guys. They're like, he's like, you're about to build an electric plane. And they're looking for investors. Mm -hmm. And the investors are like, all right, well, how many people are on your team? He's like, yeah, it's just me and like my two buddies. We're building <laughs> this plane. So like, all right, like what? So they're just in this hangar and they're like, yeah, we're going to do it. It is going to happen. And check back a few years later. And the entire time they're just plugging on their computers, doing models of what this plane would be like. Yeah. Because we've had such big advancements and, AI that can like predict how something would fly mm-hmm. in the real world. Right. It's so good that these three guys are literally building a plane on this software program mm-hmm. before they even have the parts to build it yeah, or like an cool. engineering team to build it. And now fast forward today, uh, Alice is a commuter plane out and about. Um, Damn. And now they're getting all this funding from like major, uh, uh, companies to use these planes because the problem is is like short distance flights don't really make that much money for them yeah they want longer flights because it just makes them more money Mm -hmm. and it's inefficient for them to make a flight from like here to new york because it's like such a short distance so much energy the most of the energy is taken to get it off of the ground yeah so it's like once it's in the sky it's easy so they want a longer flight but a more efficient electric plane would do great where it's cheap to fuel and can go short distances. So mm-hmm. yeah, um, I just wanted to do a shout out to Eviation making like an electric commuter plane. That's cool. Yeah. And all these things are happening. You know what I mean? Like people are like, Oh, it could never happen. But it's, it's, it's interesting. More and more people are building like electric things. It's not, I just yeah. want to, if you watch like regular news channels, they'll tell you like, Nope, not happening. Electric's never going to happen. But, People are actually putting a lot of time, money, and effort into it. So I just want yeah. to bring some light to it. Um, which I found really interesting. That's cool. What if they were just like 
They were just like for years, just drawing shit on like paint. Yeah, like <laughs> or something. Yeah, that's why I was like, because when, when I first heard about, it, I was like, how do you even know if these dudes are doing it? <laughs> like they could just be in there doing anything. Yeah. But yeah, they had a whole airplane hangar, and they're like, yeah, we're gonna build the plane in here. Mm-hmm. And they walk in, and it's just like three guys on their computers, <laughs> like, like what? Um, yeah. But onto our other main story of the day uh, was another company. Um, this company is called Cyberlander, no E. Uh, well, it's Cyber, C-Y-B-E-R-L-A-N-D-R. And uh, what they're doing is they're trying to revolutionize the RV industry uh, with trucks. So what they're trying to take advantage of electric trucks and their bed to build RVs in the bed um, that can hook up directly into the bed. Basically, like a boxable inside a, a truck. cyber truck. Exactly. That can that can um, expand and then contract, so it just fits like right into the bed. Um, it is. They are taking um investment opportunity. They are on Start Engine. Uh, I am not invested in this company, but I do think it's pretty cool. Uh, so. What's so awesome about it is so much technology is packed into this thing. It has a recirculating shower. So you can literally shower with this water and it'll filter that same water so you can use it again. Um, an induction cooktop. So on the porcelain uh, top in the kitchen, yeah, there is an electric uh, heater mm-hmm. that you can cook on that's flush with the porcelain top. Uh, has internet through Starlink, another company we've spoken about uh. on this pod. Um, a small refrigerator, a surround sound audio system, and we'll be able to open and close by voice command. So it's just nice. kind of interesting. Um, and so they must be working like closely together with Tesla, right? See, you'd think. So that was some of the reservations that I would... I, well, I'm not going to bring it and tell you that this company is perfect and that everyone should get a cyber truck and a cyber lander but yeah um it they're working on a product that tesla hasn't even released yet so mm-hmm. um they're still working on it we actually spoke about it before the cyber lander a while ago yeah um when it was just a concept now they're actually trying to build the thing they're doing like more in-depth engineering um and at the time they had under 100 reservations and that was less than a year ago. Mm-hmm. And now today they have 2,200 reservations. Wow. So, yeah, they um they want to go public uh, relatively soon once they nail down a lot of these extra things. But right now on Start Engine, their valuation is, I, I believe, $400 million, $500 million. Um, I know a lot of you are questioning how that's possible, but uh, they have a, a lot of pre-orders and the vehicle's worth and the the product is worth a lot of money. So that's where that valuation comes from. Um, Yes. I found it really cool. They also have solar panels that would come off of this thing. So it could charge your cyber truck um, as it sits, which I think is super cool. That's like a, not like a, not dystopian. That's like a, I guess a utopian. Yeah. I don't know. We did have another word that we had for it, but cool. Yeah, like it's like a, it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the yeah. best word we got. That's cool. So, 
Yeah, I think it's pretty awesome. It uh, can expand up to three floors, so you can have two adults and two children oh, able to sleep in sleep in it. You can stand up and shower in it. Yeah. Um, it's just way different. That's a, a completely different type of road trip. If you can stop and then expand this thing and just live out of it. Yeah, it'd be perfect for a homeless person. Yeah. Or even like maybe you don't even if if you have solar in it, like what is the reason to to have a house? You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I thought I found it pretty interesting. You could move around really cheaply, travel the country more than likely. Um So I love it. I think it fits right into American culture. The road trip is such an American culture thing. Yeah. And I think this is just adding to how America already is. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to bring it to, to you guys. Uh, it's worth checking out. Like I said, they are on Star Engine now, so you can invest money. So, yeah, if you're interested in an electric RV company, then this is the one. They've gotten a lot of um, people who are asking about the Ford Lightning and the Chevy uh, Silverado EV about mm-hmm. if they're going to create versions for that, but they're trying to nail down the Cybertruck and they can move on to those trucks in the future. Yeah. I feel like once they get it down, it'll be easier to adapt to other vehicles. Yeah. But what the hell do I know? Hey. Uh, but definitely a cool idea. Yeah. I think as more vehicles get on the market, cause they're really looking, they're moving onto a market that hasn't yet, ex- yet existed mm-hmm. or would has exist does exist. And I think that they're doing a great job of preparing for it. Yeah. So before we even, we don't, electric car, like electric trucks are going to be a thing. People Mm -hmm. are going to drive electric trucks and they're betting on the fact that people also will want to have a product like this. Yeah. So I believe that there's a market for it, a huge market for it. There's over a million Cybertruck orders. Uh, To my, so last time I checked, there was like 50 or 60,000 Ford Lightning orders. Oh, wow. And these are people who, most of these people have a lot of money and a little extra to spend, so why wouldn't they also look at a Cyberlander? Yeah, right. They already got 2,000 pre-orders in a year. That's that's pretty good. That's a pretty start, good start to the business. Mm. Weird. Yeah, so he's bringing those couple of EV uh, things to you guys to think about and sit yeah. on. EV heavy episode, but what episode isn't? Yeah. Um, <laughs> they all have a little bit. They all have a little bit of a sprinkle. Yeah, I'll have a little bit of a sprinkle, but this um, one was really like EV centric. Yeah. I want to put money in that ETF. Yeah. I've been like, uh, thinking about it. Sort of dr- daydreaming. Mm-hmm. Um, but, all right, let's do insults and then I kind of want to just touch on what we're going to try to do next episode. All right. Um, you're a lubberly, shrill-tongued abomination. Shrill-tongued. <laughs> lubberly means awkward, clumsy, loutish. Uh, shrill-tongued. Communicating in harsh tones. And then uh, abomination is a loathsome thing, cause of disgust. Okay. All right. 
Hit if it. we passed, hit me, hurt me. Day two of seeing if something is racist in the Shakespeare <laughs> insult generator. I'm waiting. Just waiting. <laughs> yeah, like, yo, this is day two. We'll see if it passes today. It passed part one. Let's see if it passes past two. Can't wait to the one where I'm like, is that racist? <laughs> uh, okay. This is really funny. You're a degenerate, eye-offending bed presser. (laughs) Degenerate? I think we all know. I've been called that before. Lacking morals, degenerate. Eye-offending, difficult or painful to look at. I like that one. (laughs) And bed presser, which I have no idea. Heavy, lazy person. Uh, Because I keep put up impression in the bed. You fat Mm -hmm. bitch. Um... (laughs) <laughs> all right well. wait i'm the fa- okay not uh, racist today you get shakespeare you, you passed today <laughs> when was racism invented i'm sure he had something to do I wonder who that. like the first racist person was just oh like, my uh, gosh. like why hey why don't you like that guy you know what's like, weird uh, probably like the first racist person people were probably like come on man racism that's so stupid and then it like <laughs> actually caught on like, I was yeah. telling you this whole time. Like it might have developed like a cult. Yeah, probably. Yeah, like yeah. Just probably. like you have to have these beliefs because this is true. Yeah. Like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then it like just got stronger and stronger until yeah. it was like, yep, yeah, racism's a thing. <laughs> so. All right. Well, deep dive on racism. <laughs> oh God, no. <laughs> That's you an idea. Yeah, like I was thinking about this. Like I'll, I'll uh podcasts and whatnot are all like best friends or like yeah we've been friends forever like this is my girl like <laughs> we need yeah. like the opposite we need like a just enemies. we're mortal enemies i uh, hate this guy probably more entertaining there's that one i mean we're actually a racist pod now <laughs> there's a um the podcast with bobby lee and andrew santino mm-hmm. it's called bad friends mm-hmm. so they're supposed to be like you know like shitty to each other but they're definitely like best friends mm-hmm. they're like really close friends mm. what's that guy who's on there theo vaughn theo vaughn's mad he's hilarious bro <laughs> he's not like yeah he's bad funny. he's like people always call him racist though because yeah. he says some <laughs> Nah, but like he's mad racist but like you know that he's not racist like what well, i don't know that's kind of tough but He's, like, very vaguely racist. Yeah, but, like, I feel like nothing beyond what a comedian. Yeah, right. Like, most comedians are like that. Yeah. Like, if you think of, like, the worst people, like, most comedians, like, are in there because they just talk about the worst stuff. Yeah, they just say bad shit. Mm-hmm. Blah. But um, next week, we're both going to try to listen to a lecture by Alan Watts and mm-hmm. then reflect on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Alan Watts is, like, a philosopher i want to say i'm gonna look it up right now mm-hmm. so you guys are about to get yeah philosopher. hella educated about alan watts um alan watts was an english philosopher writer and speaker known for interpreting and popularizing indian and chinese traditions of buddhist taoist and hindu philosophy for a western audience mm. that's why he speaks to me because mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm buddhist now mm-hmm um so yeah he's been talking about a bunch of cool shit and i've listened to some of his stuff Hmm. so i thought it'd be a cool idea to have a pod on it yeah it's gonna be cool because it's gonna be my first time 
interact with any of this person's work in any way, to my knowledge. So he's a good speaker too. Yeah, so I think it's gonna be cool for both Mike and I, yeah. and you guys. Yeah, so look forward to that next week. Follow us on Instagram at DTMS underscore podcast, and we'll see you next episode. Peace.